It is school time in America. In the school halls in 2023, the bells still ring, children still have recess, and older children are being prepped for the future. But in other places in America, it isn't the same. This is a special episode of Beyond This Earth. Not because of its subject matter, it has been done before. Because of the way it's structured. Throughout the rest of the season, snippets of episode 11 will be done throughout the weeks. It will culminate in the penultimate episode dealing with AI, the next episode in the 22nd Century series. In these snippets, the reality of modern education will be shown for where it is failing to the success stories. What the world event crisis and subsequent pandemic has broken the trust of the education world at large. Is homeschooling the answer to the problems? Is socialization the only key? Or are children over socialized? The problem with violence in schools, as you hear news reports all across the country, and what changes are being made? How bad is it is it really in the universities? Have American universities lost their luster? Or are they being bailed out? The Francis Wordham lie and the untold destruction it caused to Americans. The way education really needs to change. This is some of the many topics over the next several weeks on Beyond This Earth. The miseducation of a nation. This is Beyond This Earth. This special presentation of Beyond This Earth will return right after these messages. This special edition of Beyond This Earth now continues. mentioned earlier, throughout the next several weeks, Beyond This Earth will go through what is an important subject, the education system in America, and the youth, it is meant to foster critical thinking skills, citizen self-worth, and sovereignty. But is it really doing such, or has it become something akin to an indoctrination center? These series of episodes will look into both America's past and present times and give a different and maybe more honest look into what has gone wrong and what, if any, can be saved in the education of American youth. In this session, we will look at the stats and figures, the sobering wolf that one has to hear about education and where the problems lie. We started with an article from Wirepoint from Ted Dabolowski and Don Klinger. Spry Community Links High School in the heart of Little Village in Chicago says his vision is to provide a challenging and supportive environment to enable our students to succeed in the 21st century. Number one on the school's focus list, increasing, increasing reading and math scores to or above grade level. But a look at state data that tracks reading and math scores for each Illinois school reveals two frightening facts about Spry. 
Not a single one of his 88 kids in the school can read at a grade level. It is the same for math. Zero kids are proficient. Spry is one of the dirty schools in Illinois where not a single student can read at a grade level. 22 of those schools are part of this public school system in Chicago and the other eight are just outside Chicago. The failure list in math is even longer. There are 53 schools statewide where not one kid is proficient in math. The absolute failure to teach even a single child to read and do math in so many schools is yet another indictment of the state school system. In this particular website, Wildpoints, they covered in detail the fares of the Illinois education across the state in poor student achievement and near zero accountability and excitement of a public school educational system, which we will discuss later. The data comes straight from the Illinois State Board of Education. One of the columns focused on schools where serial percent of the kids are able to read or to do math. But we could have just easily looked at the 622 schools where only one out of 10 kids can read at a grade level. That's a whopping 18% of the state's 3,547 schools that tested students in 2012. And only one out of 10 kids can do math at a grade level at 930 schools. That's more than a quarter of all schools in the state. Defenders of the current system are sure to invoke COVID as the big reason for the low scores. But a look at the 2019 numbers showed that the reading and math scores were only slightly better than they are now. They go back to Spry, for example. Just two of the school's 127 students in 2019 could read at a grade level before the pandemic. In math, zero students were proficient. The failure isn't about money either. Data shows from the Illinois State Board of Education shows that spending a spry was already at $20,000 per student before the pandemic. This time, it's around $35,600. What is really incredible is that many of these schools are already commendable by the Illinois State Board of Education that is the second highest of the four accountability ratings a school can have. Not a single one of the 113 students at Sandoval Senior High School can read or do math at a grade level, but yet the school is commendable. Same with Ralph Ellison Chicago International Charter School. Over 24,000 spent on each of its 712 students, labeled commendable, and not one of the students are proficient in reading and math. In the same world, schools that don't and can't teach a single student in the most basic skills will be shut down. But here they carry on the system fries while students were there. It is not just Chicago. It is San Francisco. 
After two years of pandemic disruptions, test scores plummeted in public schools all across the nation. And in California and San Francisco in particular, in their unified school district, is no exception. There is no exception. New data from the California Department of Education shows the slipping math and English proficiency rates across all San Francisco public schools, particularly in its middle school students. Yet San Francisco public K-12 schools continue to outpace state averages in math and English proficiency. And in California, one of the last states to switch back to in-person learning, reported a smaller drop in math and reading scores compared to other states. This new data suggests, indicates, excuse me, but while San Francisco's public schools were not immune to the negative impacts of remote learning, the unified school district of San Francisco emerged from the pandemic ahead of state and some national averages. Roughly 52% of the unified school district of San Francisco students met or exceed proficiency standards in English compared with a statewide level of 47% in the 2021-2022 academic year. Though proficiency rates for math sat at 46% on the district level, San Francisco schools' math scores still outpaced the state averages of 33. The pandemic had a clear effect on testing, as well as overall scores dipped across the board from 2017 to 2022. On the district level, math proficiency in San Francisco public schools fell most notably, dropping about 5% during the pandemic. Students performed better in literacy and reading, however, as English proficiency slipped less than one percentage point during the same time period. The Unified School District Superintendent for San Francisco, Dr. Matt Wayne, said the results are a clear mandate that the schools under his purview. This year's results illustrate that we must continue to improve what is working and explore innovative new strategies for ensuring each student receives the highest quality instruction and equitable support to require to thrive in the 21st century. California's measures in English frequency and land proficiency by administering the smarter balance of summative assessments to students from third to eighth grades and also in 11th grade. Smarter balance assessment data for the 2019 20 school year is now available due to the pandemic. And the, uni the United School District of San Francisco used local testing managers for this particular uh, for the recent um, school year, the past school year, 2020-2021. Test scores did not fall evenly across student groups and grades, however. The pandemic seemed to have hit San Francisco's middle schoolers the hardest, as math and English proficiency rates for grades 5 to 8 plummeted between 2018 and 2022. The share of students who in grades 5 to 7 that score proficiency in English all dropped more than 4%. Math proficiency created even more dramatically. 41% of 7th graders met math proficiency standards in 2021-2022, a 12% drop from 2018-2019 test scores. 
fifth, sixth grade, and eighth grade math proficiency also decreased, all falling five percentage points or more in the same time period. When broken down by race and ethnicity, Black, Hispanic, Latino, and Native American Hawaiian Pacific Islander students scored disproportionately lower than their peers in English and language arts tests. 82% of Black students in the Unified School District of San Francisco did not meet proficiency standards in English compared with only 46% of the district. Hispanic and Latino, Native American, Hawaiian and Pacific Islander, and American Indian students also scored below the, the district benchmark. Math scores showed an even greater disparity among racial and ethnic groups, with just 9% of black students meeting the math proficiency standard. By comparison, 66% of Asian students and 64% of white students scored proficient in math in the 20. 21-22 school year. The California Department of Education Literacy and Math Proficiency results echoes findings from other achievement studies, most of which show the long-term sobering effects of the pandemic on student learning. Reading and math scores from the 2022 National Assessment of Educational Progress in App also declined nationwide with states like Virginia and Maine showing particularly significant declines in fourth grade reading scores. Yet California was one of the few states to show some near consistent results from 2019 to present. Fourth grade reading proficiency scores in California, for example, sipped just under two points. Neighboring states like Oregon, Nevada, and Utah also reading proficiency plummeted more than seven points during the same period. And eighth grade reading proficiency shows similar consistency. The percentage of California students performing or at or above the NAP reading proficiency standard was 30% in 2022, the same share as 2019, and a 9% increase from 1998. California's relative test score ability may come as a surprise to some who predict the student achievers would suffer due to the state's stricter remote murder requirements during 2020 and parts of 2021. Of course, test scores offer just one snapshot of student performance and well-being. The Unified School District of San Francisco has also seen major fluctuations in student attendance, enrollment, and chronic absenteeism. While the pandemic winding the environment game and disproportionately affecting low-income families and students of color. Chronic absenteeism, in particular, doubled among the Unified School District of San Francisco students from pre-pandemic levels increasing from 14% to 28% according to preliminary data. CDE will release final data on attendance and absenteeism in early to mid-December of this year. This was from the SF standard, the San Francisco standard. Here's the one from Baltimore. 23 schools in Baltimore are failing their students, according to a new analysis. We're not one student in the institutions reaching the required level in math. A mother whose son is attending one of the institutions said on Monday that she was furious at the results. When she learned about on the news, this was on channel 45, 
is there's a Sinclair station which has been doing your investigations on Baltimore Public Schools for at least 10, 15 years right now. Donda Davia Allen said that she was so angry at the CEO of Baltimore Public Schools, Sonia Santales, was earning a base salary of $3,325, which rolls about $1,100,000 with allowances, yet students were still failing. This is Don Davia Allen, I think when we look at our CEO, and we're seeing how much money that she is making. We are seeing that our students are not thriving. You're starting to question whether the funds are being allocated. The schools were identified by Project Baltimore, the investigative unit of Fox News 45, which is owned by Sinclair. The station is owned by Sinclair, excuse me. Their team analyzed data from Maryland State Department of Education test results for 2022. They found that not one student among the 2,000 strong student body was reaching the required math standard in 10 high schools, eight elementary schools, three middle high schools, and two elementary middle schools. Where are things going wrong? How are things, how are there's not enough early intervention as Allen? And when you see other countries thriving, counties thriving, why is it that counties such as Montgomery County, Howard County, all these counties are able to thrive? But why is Baltimore City systematically failing, failing continuously year after year? Allen did not name her first grade gun school but it said it was in a language emergency charter school. There's only one such school on the list, and that is Academy West. At the school, 198 students from K to 8th grade are taught primarily in Spanish, Chinese, Arabic, Russian, or French. One of my concerns has always been questioning the model, says Alan, who is a member of the parent-teacher liaison group. The children learn in a different language. And what I have always said is key is that they're green to learning another language, but they also need proficient to be in English and learning everything in English. And I think that some of the drawback of our son's schools that they're so focused on the language, they're dropping the ball in other areas such as math. Alan said that parents need to hold administrators accountable. She said, you have to be vocal, you have to be involved, you have to question, you must challenge. In August of last year, Baltimore City Schools committed to spending $21,000 per student thanks to a huge spending increase. The U.S. sentence data from 2020 indicates the expenditure per pupil in Maryland as a whole was 15489 School funding in Baltimore has been historically low, although his recent eight law received a large indention of cash, results are yet to be seen. In August last year, Baltimore City Schools committed to spending 12000 12000 per student thanks to a huge funding increase. This change was brought by a bill passed two years prior made Baltimore the fourth most funded large school system in the country. 
the three districts and spend more than Baltimore now on New York City, Boston, and Washington, D.C. All three have significantly better national test scores and double the number of students proficient in reading compared to Baltimore. Maryland Governor Wes Moore delivered his first State of the State address last week and addressed the crisis faced by the Baltimore schools. We made the biggest investment in public education by any governor in any state's history. We can no longer separate our vision for economic prosperity from the duty to make public schools in Maryland the best in the nation. According to 2021 census data, Baltimore's poverty rate was around 20.3%.